in that sock. Disgraceful. Playoffs. 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 Anybody tell you that I miss practice? I might have missed one practice this year. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. With really me, just cracked as your knuckles, Willie said yarp, is. and then ended it. <laughs> with me, as always, is my co-host, Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter, at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find me on Twitter, at WNS underscore... Wait. At <laughs> <laughs> Dilly Sanders. Sorry, it's been a long time. WNS underscore Dilly Sanders. <laughs> nope, that's not it. Just the Dilly Sanders. I, would ne- I will never have an underline in my name. Underscore. Underscore. Whatever you whatever you call it. It doesn't matter. Um I'm mad at your friend, by the way. Trey? Lunch Trey. Yeah, where did Trey do? She tweeted out in support and then I followed her and she didn't follow me back. Uh, so. I'll text her now. I'll be like, Father Dooley Sanders on Twitter. He's very upset with you. Uh okay. Yeah, do that please. Um Uh but we haven't been on that podcast together in a while. <laughs> Nah, it felt like thing, it feels this like this has just happened lately and it's gonna happen again in a few weeks so well, sure. well this is my last week of school so i thought you were gonna say on the podcast like things are fucking like <laughs> this know. is my last time ever recording the podcast <laughs> i'm gonna title it dylan's last episode <laughs> no i won't do that um it might be you never know we have a long <laughs> podcast ahead of us who knows what i'll say um but speaking of long podcast let's get into the news you wrote down very vaguely and wanted to tell me about um racist 49ers commentator yeah um for those like right before recording i wrote that and dylan asked what it was and i told him i'm not gonna tell him until we record uh so the 49ers eh, <laughs> the 49ers suspended broadcaster tim ryan for saying that Lamar Jackson has an unfair advantage due uh, to dark skin with a dark football. What? He said he's really, this is a quote, he's really good at that fake, Lamar Jackson, but when you consider his dark skin with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see a thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. And if you're a half step slow on him, in terms of your vision, forget about it. He's out of the gate. Um, that is... <laughs> uh. Like, there are just some things that, like, people, like, commentators say, and it's like, what made you think you could get away with that? Like, Oh, man. I don't know. He's definitely just salty the Niners were losing, and he's like, I'm gonna say something racist, that's it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's wild, man. Sports commentators, commentators, commentators <laughs> need to uh okay, stick I'm to talking. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Shout out, okay, by Mike. The, <laughs> by, by the way, uh, 
M1 is going to watch his first ever college football games this weekend because he listens to the podcast. And he, I'm pretty sure that's why, but he texted me today and he was just like, I'm ready to start listening. I'm ready to start trying to watch college football. His first games watched are going to be Baylor, Oklahoma, and then LSU, Georgia. That's fire. I mean, that's a way and to he, start. Uh, unfortunately, though, he is a Georgia fan. Oh, because he has pretty solid reasoning for it. Okay, he's he's a Lions fan, so Stafford went to Georgia, and those I don't know, M1's Canadian. He works for a company that is based in Atlanta, which is in Georgia, so that's the only state he goes to frequently. Okay, I hate it too, but I'll give him a pass because it makes sense. Like it's the logical team from the pick. Um, I feel sorry for him that he picked it, though. He should just pick, like, McGill University or something. Who cares if they're not in the NCAA? Pick, uh, pick a good team, like uh, Utah. Become a Utah fan in one. Um, <laughs> lastly, speaking of, we, we had a little conversation on Twitter about this episode. Wait, about, this epi- mm-hmm. about Twitter on this episode. <laughs> I'm so good at segues. Dude, I don't even know where you're going with this right now. Like, I know what's next on the list, but I have no idea where you're going. But <laughs> speaking of Twitter, we have an account on 20 there. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter 20 minutes ago. We have an account on there called Whole Nine Sports. Uh, at Whole Nine Sports. And you can follow it. And if you follow it, like 399 people also do, and we reach the number 500... <laughs> this is this is the longest way to go about basically i'm just gonna i'm just doing it if whole nine sports on twitter has 500 followers by christmas we will send a random follower a uh an echo dot an amazon echo dot for free just yeah that's that's what we're doing now we we got it like that <laughs> Uh yeah, so let's let's go. We, we got That's, this. Uh, just a hundred one people. One hundred one people. We just need to like increase our followers by like thirty three percent. It's fine. Um, In three weeks. <laughs> if you can, if I'm at, let's see, I'm at uh three hundred twenty five followers. If you can get me to three hundred twenty four followers. That's right. I, want to, I, just want to lose, I just want to lose a follower. I want to follow you right now if you're giving something away. <laughs> I'm no, I'm not. I don't have anything to give away. I'm sorry. Um, Were you going anywhere with no. that? Uh, we can move. We can move on to the to the pick them. <laughs> I was dying. I was dying here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm talking to trey right now on twitter and she what? she said that she, well, she was because i am uh she said she wants to make a shout out Wait, so are, I, are you are you dming her or yes i'm like, dming I, her okay. <laughs> well, you really slid in trey's dms immediately <laughs> um she said she wants to make a shout out and that's it that's where we're at right now that's it no that's, that's it that's, that's it no, i'm not gonna do it if she replies <laughs> i just wanted to bring it up that's the shout out that's Trey. the shout there out um let's go to the pick'em. <laughs> uh so this week the way we're doing it 
um, if you listened to the last week's episode, unlike me, you might know that we're going to be doing a Game of the Week style <laughs> breakdown for each of the Power 5 conferences. And then just one lone pick them for the group of five. <laughs> because we, just, we, we, just, we treat them like the college football playoff committee treats them. They don't really matter. That's fair. Um, but uh, those, it's the, literally the only game of theirs that is interesting to me. It's the only ranked, like, the two ranked opponents. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. It's just, like, be better. Now, yeah, like, what are you, do you expect me to talk about Miami of Ohio and Central Michigan? Which, actually, all right, since you just said that, I'm going to tell you what I texted you before. I feel like this needs to be said. That it is so insane that I understand, like, the talent gap between, like, the MAC and the Big Ten. But it is so insane that the team considered to be the best team in the MAC could also be a team that lost sixty-one nothing earlier in the year to Wisconsin, especially because Wisconsin doesn't even put up points like that. It's just, they just got their shit wrecked. Um. So Trey replied and said that the shout out she wants is herself. So I'm gonna edit out any time that I've mentioned her <laughs> 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 in this podcast from now on. JK, I probably won't. I'm gonna be lazy. <laughs> And that's we've spoken about her so much already. It's just so much. Oh man! Um, but no, no more. Uh, so the first pick them that we shall have. not be named. Who? Um, Trey, more like K, as in like Q U E. Where are you even going with this? Uh, as in like what? <laughs> I know. I get it. Like. My- <laughs> number 20 Cincinnati at number 17 Memphis spread Memphis minus 9 Brandon where are you going uh, I'm going Memphis yeah that's fair that's that's just when it comes down to this one I'm looking right now at just at coaching I think Norvell's better so that's that's where I'm going with it I'm just bringing it down to bowl games I think coaching is probably more important than any other game they also just lost to, the, to them. Uh, Cincinnati also just lost to Memphis, 34-24. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not even looking at that because, I mean, I'm trying to keep, uh, like, recent matchups out of my conference championship hopes due to a certain Big 12 championship. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who you want to win that game. Um, yeah. But, uh... Hmm... I think it's going to be close. I think Memphis is going to win, but they have played a lot of close games this year against worse teams. Um, so I'm going to go Cincinnati covers. I mean, this spread is nine. Last week, Memphis won by ten. Yeah. Against Cincinnati. But then the spread was 13. So so, so Cincinnati is talked about... I don't know. Sorry. I was was, looked at as better now. Yes. Yes, that's what I meant. Sorry, I'm having a huge brain. It's been a long night, all right? Dude's having a stroke in the middle of recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I, I kind of am. 
But uh, so Cincinnati covered last week, so I think they're going to cover again. Back-to-back matchups and back-to-back weeks. They know each other a little bit better. It's going to be a little bit closer. Yeah, they're going to know each other a bit, you know, second date. Yeah, you know. It's going to be, this one might go back a little Netflix and chill. Um, number five, Utah versus number 13, Oregon. We're going to go into our first game of the week breakdown of the week. So the, this is games of the week. You know how we yeah. do it. You know how. Is it really games of the week? Cincinnati and Memphis is the game of the week because it's the only one getting like special treatment. <laughs> I I guess so. It's like reverse. Um, even though I probably won't watch it. <laughs> um. Oh, I I forgot that that game's Friday. Utah Oregon's Friday. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I wrote down the dates for this one for the uh, conference championships so that if people want to watch them, they can plan it out. Also, the games are not in like game of the week order. They are just in time order. So we're literally going just from the first one to the last one. Okay. All right. All right. Whatever you say. Um, so Utah versus Oregon. This is my this is my this is my conference. You know, I've watched a lot of both of these teams. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Um, some of y'all may know what team I like more out of these two, but uh, growing up, I watched a lot of a lot of both of these teams. Actually, um, I, uh, yeah, you know, take out my take out that pick that you already wrote down for quarterback. Um, so to Utah. Be fair, I was writing it for me and didn't realize it was Dylan Collins. <laughs> Utah versus Oregon, Friday, <laughs> December sixth at eight p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're gonna do Eastern time for all of these games. Um, I mean, that's how TV channels. Do so it. that's how TV channels do it. I was about to say that, Brandon. Um, but the first position group, of course, as always, is quarterback. Um, so uh, I get the first pick with this one. And uh, while I think Tyler Huntley has had a great season, um, I think that Justin Herbert is the better quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I think Huntley really. I I spoke about him actually in a. I I listen. I heard that much. Episode. I heard that much. Yeah, I spoke about him in the last episode. He improved a ton since last year, from what I've seen from him this year. But uh, I mean. Justin Herbert's in the first round conversation and Huntley is very much not. So I think that's really all you have to bring up even when you're talking about these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think Tyler Huntley might even have a better game just because I think that system fits him so well. Um, he has, I think, the third highest completion percentage of all time right now. Completion, completion percentage of all time right now. Um. Which is not bad at all. Um, so I think he's going to have a good game, and he's not going to look bad. But uh, I think if we're going quarterback uh, a mano a mano, I'm going to have to go Justin Herbert. And, yeah. uh, running back's a tough one for me. Uh, running back is not a tough one for me. Give me Zach Moss every day. Oh, I forgot. You, go, yeah, you, you get, get the first, first pick. You get first pick, but... Uh... Or I did first pick. But my thing is just, obviously, Zach Moss is more talented than both C.J. Verdell and Travis Dye. Mm-hmm. But as a tandem, Utah is pretty much just all 
uh, Zach Moss for the most part back there. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I I really like the duo of Verdell and Die. Yeah. Um. And whenever Zach Moss was hurt earlier this year, it was obvious that he was hurt. Yeah. Um, this whole, the whole Utah team struggled. Uh, screw it. I'm going to Oregon. All right. I think I think their running back group is better, and that is the reason I'm going. I think Zach Moss is so clearly better than the both of them. Mm-hmm. But I mean, hey, we're, we're looking at groups here. I mean, not just their backup quarter, their backup running back has had like 30 rushes this year, so it's kind of just a, a one man squad uh, yeah. squad back there. But I, I I think Zach Moss is that much better than both of them that it it deserves to be to be picked. Um. And I'll let you have wide receivers. Oh, thanks. Since you know you just wanted to uh, screw me up there. Uh, this one actually—it's easy for me. It's Oregon. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, this one is just so far and away. <laughs> um, I mean, I wish that they had an entirely healthy wide receiver and tight end group, but mm-hmm. yeah, Utah is just so lacking in just in those positions that it's it's got to be Oregon for me easily pretty sure every team we talk about tonight I would rather have their receiver group than Oregon you mean Utah yes Utah hey I'm, I'm a crackhead too apparently all right uh-huh. yeah um I don't, I, yeah I don't think that their wide receivers are bad necessarily it's just uh they don't really get used very often <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Tyler Huntley makes about 18 throws a game. Uh, I thought it was like six. I mean, it, it kind of feels like it. <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, let's see. Um, but he completes 75% of those. So he's, he's really accurate and he sets them up for success. Okay, uh, this one's so easy to go Oregon. They have just, they have six guys that are going to be in the NFL soon. <laughs> It's, it, I don't care how good Utah is at that point. Oregon just has way too many guys <laughs> that are going to be in the NFL soon. Yeah. Um, Penny Sewell is one of the best offensive linemen in the country. And then you and also... Penny. 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 Whatever you say his name. Then you also add in Shane Lemieux, Jake Hansen, and Calvin Throckmorton. That's a great group. Yeah, they've got just so many NFL guys here. Jeez. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. All right. Um, moving on is my next one is going to be defensive line and edge, and that is super easy, and that's Utah. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah. <laughs> Bradley and A, Lucky Foto are monsters. And John, uh, John Pinacini, their entire defense is basically seniors, um, and they're all really good. Their entire defense is going to be the senior bowl. Bradley and A and Lucky Foto are very, very, very good, uh, defensive linemen. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's not even close. Yeah, no, this one is. It's just like Oregon's offensive line. It's just like so many NFL guys here that you really can't expect uh, Oregon to compete with them. I, honestly, this is going to be 
that's going to be an amazing lineup or matchup. The defensive line of Utah versus the offensive line of Oregon. Yeah, that is going to be a sight to see. Mm-hmm. Um, jeez, <clears throat> uh, defense. Your linebacker. I- I'm going to go Oregon. Is it because of Troy Die? Yes, it is strictly because of Troy Die. I think he's fantastic, although I do think he'll be pretty much useless in this game. Uh, he, he leaves a bit to be desired against the run. He's more of a coverage guy. Mm-hmm. So I do think against Utah, he'll be pretty underutilized or pretty useless, but I still think that Oregon has the better linebackers. Um, I, uh, uh-huh. I think I'm gonna go with it's basically for this one. Um, I, I don't think either of the, these two teams have bad defensive line. Basically, really, uh, it's kind of funny. Or Utah really runs like two linebackers at most. Um, I see a lot of time, but uh, I am gonna I'm gonna give it to Utah. Um, it's basically for me. This came down to Troy Dive versus Francis Bernard, and I think Francis Bernard kind of gets out overshadowed a lot in this defense. Uh, but he's had a, he's he he's put up a pretty good season. Um, he played like he played like a year at BYU and then transferred to Utah. Um, I think he even lost a year of eligibility. Um, so he's a senior. Uh, but he's had he's had a pretty good he's had a pretty good uh, a pretty good season so far. Anytime I see him, he surprises me because no one really talks about him ever. Uh, but he uh, he's pulled over a couple a couple interceptions, at least a fumble. Uh, I remember him getting at least a touchdown. So he has the ability to to break the game, uh, and I I just I don't think he gets enough uh, enough shine basically. That's fair. And then you're right back up with DBs. Um, which, I mean, do we even have to discuss it? If anyone knows <laughs> if anyone knows me, they should know one thing. I love the Utah secondary. And, you know, they honestly have kind of... The, the surrounding players have kind of disappointed this year. Um, basically, they have really good safeties and then one really good cornerback. Uh, Jalen Johnson, who I'm in love with, and I think is hopefully it's a national stage. It's the only football game playing that night. People are going to watch a Pac-12 football game, and I th- hope that Jalen Johnson gets gets the shine covering Jawan Johnson. It's going to be an awesome matchup, I think, because Jalen Johnson is very, very, very physical, um, and he does not shy down from anybody. Um, so I hope that goes well. And, uh, yeah, I think Jalen Johnson really puts, pushes this over the edge, but uh, Julian Blackman and Troll Burgess should also not be um, uh, shied away from. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot in this game them trying to attack Josh Nurse because he's had uh, a, not, a, a pretty forgettable season, I think. Yeah, this one. Like, like I said before we even went to it, I said, do we even have to talk about it? We knew who it was. Utah's got one of the best secondaries in the nation. Oregon very much does not. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not they're not horrible, 
but they are I just not think Utah. Utah has <laughs> one of, if not the best defense in the country. And, and if there was a weakness, I'd probably say defensive backs, but that's not saying much because their team is, is very, very good. Their defense is very, very well-rounded, as you can see, because I picked them for all three categories. All three defense. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. Oh, and then the head coach. Uh, it's so easily Kyle Whittingham for me. Oh, 100%. I'm not, I'm not sold on Mario Cristobal yet. He hasn't done anything that's wowed me. He doesn't have team. the Oregon team looking as dominant as they should with the amount of talent that yeah they have. They, they have a lot of talent and they're not even playoff and contenders. i definitely have to give him props for his recruiting um or whoever on that staff is taking care of the recruiting um because they get they get crazy recruits and they're gonna be getting some crazy recruits um like like Kayvon thibodeau um He's a very good defensive lineman, but you know, I don't know. I don't. I feel like they haven't. He's a he's their freshman. They got him, and I don't know. I just feel like their defense hasn't been as good as it should be. Um, and meanwhile, Kyle Whittingham, a defensive coach, has led Utah to a great team. Uh, I gave him my coach of the year honors, I, I believe, for the Utah whenever you, whenever it was asked of me, um, and I, I stick with that statement. Yeah, there's no reason to change that one. <laughs> um, and then X Factor time. Hmm. Oh God, we're gonna have to do X Factors for all five of these games. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, who you got for Utah? Utah. Hmm. Should I go the? Uh, should I go the uh, the uh, Alex route and just pick the best player? No. Um, but the thing is, on this defense, I don't really know who that is. The easy, the easy choice for me is Jalen Johnson. Uh, the entire my X factor, the entire defense. Um, but I'm gonna go with uh with Bradley and Nay. Um, for my uh, my off uh, the the defensive end, I'm gonna go with him for my X factor. Um, he's gonna be matched up with Penny Sewell. Um. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, definitely a battle of experience, um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the uh, give him the edge there. Um, I want to see him him take out that uh, be the leading force for this defensive line. Yeah, that that's gonna be great because uh, Sewell's already being talked about. As I actually saw a tweet today say that he is the Chase Young of next year in the sense that. He's gonna be like the non QB that just everyone is just gawking over the entire. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's to be determined, but th- th- he's got a lot of uh, pressure on him to really step up. And uh, I think if they want to win this game, <clears throat> I feel like they can shut down the run game easily with Lucky Foto and John Panisi in the middle. Uh, they need to get to Justin Herbert and disturb him. Uh, so I yeah, think Bradley and A is gonna be it's gonna be left up to him to do that. And then my X factor is going to be wide receiver for Utah, Damari Simpkins, because I'm ninety percent sure that uh, that Oregon is just going to stack the box the entire time. 
and someone is going to have to make them pay for that on the outside or just outside of the tackle box. And I'm I'm gonna put on Simpkins as the guy that he has to step up. Mm-hmm. Um Simpkins is good. Um I'd say I don't know. Um Yeah, I I'd say Simpkins is good. Um He definitely I think he has the most targets on the team. But uh in terms of like touchdowns, I think that's the tight end, one of the tight ends. I don't remember yeah, off he, the top of my head. Yeah, Simpkins doesn't lead in anything, I think, which is why he's got to be the one to step up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, now I'm looking at their stats. They really don't have anyone in the passing game that stands out except for uh, tight end Brant Kuth, 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 the freshman. Yeah. yeah, that's why. It's like someone has to step up here. Um. That's not on the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. So, <laughs> and versus a uh, not f- completely like dominating secondary. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. That's especially why someone has to step up because Utah's uh, likely going to be facing a stacked box every down. Do you see what uh, Darius guys tweeted out earlier? Yeah, facing a stacked box at LSU every play. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um. Mm, and then for Oregon, who's your who's your first X Factor? Well, who's your uh, oh, Jesus Christ? I just tried speaking and almost died. <laughs> um, spoke about him before. I'm gonna go Troy Die because, like I said, he's he leaves a lot to be desired in the run game, and I think that there's going to be a ton of pressure on him to step up if they're going to shut down Zach Moss at all, which they they have to do if they want to win this game at all. If Zach Moss just goes off on them, Oregon is not winning or covering. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a player that I already talked about earlier. I'm going to go Kayvon Thibodeau, another defensive end. Um, this game is definitely going to be one in the trenches, 100%. Um, so I want to see him get into the backfield, which he's been great at this year. He has like 12 tackles for loss, I believe. Um, so he's had a good season. Um, I want to see him versus a, a, an offensive line that's done pretty well. Uh, I want to see him take the next take the next step and uh, and, and disrupt this game. You really just picked uh, Kayvon Thibodeau to get the EAUX name at the end, didn't uh, you? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Not even from Louisiana, so... This is disturbing, you know. It's a, it's a, it's only us. Screw the French. Yeah, uh, I'm French. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't like it. So. Yeah, that's fair. Valid point. <laughs> um, let's see. Moving on, I think that moving on that that does it for the the players and the position. So we're just gonna go with the spread now. Utah minus start, six and a half. That part. Yeah, Utah minus six and a half. Um, I'm going to go Utah to cover. And I'm agreeing with you. Like I said, I think Troy Dye needs to step up and Zach Moss cannot run all over them if they want to win or cover. I think Zach Moss is going to run all over them. Yeah. So I don't think Oregon's going to be able to stop him at all. And then this, this Utah defense is just way too good. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, this is uh, the game I'm looking forward to second most. I wonder what my first one could be. <laughs> well, we might talk about that one a little bit later. Um, but now it comes to uh, to your your conference. We really started off with the three best games, and then we got to go to the fucking AS- ACC. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven, Baylor versus number six, Oklahoma, Saturday, December 7th at 12 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. That's the game of the yeah, week. That's right. That's new. Um, <laughs> going to quarterbacks. Uh, this one's very easy. It's Jalen Hurts, for me at least. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, Charlie Brewer is kind of. He slowed down a lot since the start of the year, and I'm still convinced that he's hurt. I don't care what anybody says. I think he's got something wrong with his shoulder since uh, I think it was the TCU game. Mm-hmm. that he really started to struggle, and I'm still completely convinced that he was hurt. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts, but he has also left a lot to be desired. Uh, he, he's he's not without flaw. Did you see that the Redskins signed that wide receiver? Yes, from the Kaepernick yeah. workout. Yeah, I just, sorry, I just saw that. Yeah, Kaepernick didn't get signed, but a wide receiver that he was just basically fucking around with it that's hilarious um moving on to running backs that's gonna be you yay i Um, know i think we're gonna agree on this one too yeah i'm not sure (laughs) i'm going baylor yeah me too yeah okay because we had this discussion last time but actually that might have been the lost episode i think that i think it was I think Baylor, Oklahoma was a lost episode last time, so we've actually never done this before. Um, oh, and they weren't our game of the week that week, which is very. Oh weird. yeah, no, that yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. No, that no, I don't think that was a lost episode. I just it think was. It... it was Race Porter. Oh, it I was. Checked. Oh, it was, was Race Porter. Uh, but they were not the game of the week that week. Minnesota, and I think it was Penn State were. Oh yeah, um, which I I I I, I agree with. Yeah, no, I don't have a problem with it. I forgot that that game was that week. Um, yeah. You know, Baylor, uh, they they actually have running backs run the ball. Aside from this past week where Oklahoma gave the ball to Kennedy Brooks, uh, Jalen Hurts has been their leading runner, rusher, whatever you want to mm-hmm. say. But Baylor has John Lovett, Jamichael Hasty, Tristan Ebner. They have three running backs that all get it done in different ways and all contribute. So I'm easily giving this one to Baylor. And uh, moving on to wide receivers, that's going to be me. That's another easy one. Uh, going with Oklahoma. C.D. Lamb, Charleston Rambo. And do I need to go any what further? A cool name. <laughs> it is. They have some great names. Dude's name is really Charleston Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and no, no... Nothing, no shade to Denzel Mims or anyone over at Baylor, but C.D. Lamb uh, is fantastic, and Charleston Rambo is also really good. Yeah, C.D. Lamb is in like top ten discussion. Yeah, uh, Denzel Mims, love and him. Tyquan Thornton, Josh Fleeks, love them all. But I mean, you've got a top ten, a potential top ten pick in C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. You've got a guy who, honestly, Charleston Rambo, I could see going in the first round next year. Um, Lee Morris is 
not great, but he <laughs> steps up when he needs to. Uh, Nick Basquine, he probably shouldn't throw any passes because I'm pretty sure I remember him throwing a pick at some point this year. And then they do have a freshman in, uh, I forgot his first name, but Hazelwood is a freshman receiver that he contributed, especially last time they played Baylor when CeeDee Lamb was out. So I am definitely going with Oklahoma here. I just think they have too much depth all around and way too much talent. Yeah. Um, offensive line, that's going to be you. Yay. Um, this one's also pretty easy for me. I'm going Oklahoma. Yeah, I think um, we're going to agree with on a lot of these. Yeah, probably. But my main reason actually for going Baylor is because, I mean, for going Oklahoma, is that Baylor has Connor Galvin. And Connor Galvin is a player that I have never, uh, or prior to, I forgot which game it was, but I had never told Alex Katzen if I wanted someone included in the uh, the Big 12 stock up, stock down. Mm-hmm. But Connor Galvin had, I believe it was four penalties in one game. Two of them came on a potential game-tying drive with like three minutes left, and one of them came in overtime against TCU. And I was like, I know we don't put like draft in like ineligible players on, but you got to put Galvin on. He just he shoots the whole team in the foot with his mistakes. And I get he's young, he's a sophomore, but you can't have that against a team like Oklahoma. Yeah, fair. Um, and I, I'm yeah, I'm going Oklahoma as well. They have have a couple. Uh, they have. I just think they have more quality offensive lineman yeah no not not yeah i'm not just taking it away because of connor galvin but oklahoma has like, plenty has multiple nfl offensive linemen and i'm not sure Baylor has that starting with creed humphrey and marquise hayes but exactly and eric swinson maybe um but they're also really young on offensive line too which is, is cool. Yes. I think we spoke about... Yeah, we spoke about their youth when it was uh, Red River Rivalry. Oh, yeah. That's why I remember speaking about Oklahoma's running backs before. Yes, it was. Um, it was the Red River Rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to defensive line and edge. Oh, uh, yeah, I get to go for here. Um... Do you? I'm picking offensive line. Did you? Ah, okay. Where are you yeah. going? Just go. You yeah. go. You go anywhere. This is your conference. I'll let you. No, go. no, you can go. I'll give you this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Oklahoma. I think uh, with Neville Gallimore and Ronnie Perkins. Um, we are disagreeing. Hey, uh, and I love Baylor's defensive line, literally across the board. Just James Lockhart, Bravian Roy, James Lynch love their defensive line so much uh really their whole defense i love but yeah their defensive line is just so talented across the board james lynch has quietly been one of the most productive pass rushers in all of college football uh chidi ogbenaya he rotates in defensively he's been a beast this year um yeah i just i can't not give this to baylor I think Oklahoma has the best player on the defensive line in Neville Gallimore. 
but I think Baylor's unit is much better. Same way with Utah and Oregon's running backs. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, um, and then linebacker is me. Yes. Uh, I'm especially because of this game. I am going with Oklahoma. Um, I say I say especially because of this game because Nicholas Benito, uh, he's a, he plays edge for Oklahoma, but. He dropped in coverage a couple times against Baylor last time. He picked off Charlie Brewer to win the game. Uh, and then, of course, Kenneth Murray in the middle is just Murray. an absolute monster. He's a freak. Uh, I do really like Baylor's linebackers. Jordan Williams had a great game last time they played Oklahoma. Uh, Terrell Bernard has stepped up great. And then Blake Lynch, he, he has his moments. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, Oklahoma just has too much talent. Mm-hmm. Um, see, moving on to defensive backs. You did not pick your linebackers. Oh, linebackers, <laughs> I'm going to Oklahoma as well. Okay, Sorry. That's fair. Um, and moving on to defensive backs, I'm going to go with Baylor for this one. Um, probably because I like Chris Miller a lot. That's fair. He's uh he is so reckless, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he has been ejected three times this year for targeting. <laughs> uh he's just so insane. And it's like it's awesome to see like someone that's just playing their heart out every play, but he plays a bit too reckless. But uh I mean I'm agreeing with you with Baylor. I think that they just have a ton to offer. Graylin Arnold is one of my favorite players in the conference, uh, especially because of the TCU game. A player on TCU, because Graylin Arnold is also a palm returner, um, a player on TCU touched the ball when they punted to Baylor, and then Graylin Arnold ran to pick up the ball, touched it, but didn't pick it up when he was running. And so TCU recovered the ball, and the Baylor players were, like, flipping out at Grayland Arnold. The commentators were like, what the hell did he just do? Like, what was he thinking? It's so late in the game. And then Grayland Arnold is, like, talking trash back to his teammates. (laughs) And then the referees are just like, TCU touched the ball but didn't down it. Because, yeah, TCU touched the ball but didn't down it. Didn't down it. So Grayland Arnold, when he picked it up, even if he fumbled it, Baylor had the option of taking the ball where TCU touched it. So if he, he really made a smart choice there because if he picked the ball up and scored, they score. But if he picks the ball up and fumbles, they get the ball where TCU touched it. So all of the Baylor players were talking trash to Grayland Arnold, and he was sitting on the bench, and he was just like, yeah, what? what once the referees started saying what was going on so i love him ever since that moment and then uh raleigh tejada or we've, we've discussed this before tejada tejada however you want to pronounce tejada. it yeah love him so baylor's secondary for me easily um all right all i would say oklahoma's parnell motley has stepped up a ton lately but uh and brendan uh radley hiles and the nickels great but yeah, still got to give it to Baylor. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, 
And then, uh, so who, for head coaches, uh, I don't think it's really, I'm going Lincoln. Uh, I guess it is, this one's actually, is pretty close. I was, I was speaking as I was going. <clears throat> I like what Matt Rule has done a lot. This is you, actually. You go first. You go. I forgot. Matt Rule. Keep saying what you were saying. I <laughs> I think I like what Matt Rule has done a lot this year. Um, but he, I, I, just, I think Lincoln Riley is a more proven coach, um, and I trust him more if we're going on a one-game basis. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I think this is probably the biggest toss-up that we'll see at head coach out of all the bowl games. Oh, 100%. Um, because these are the two most talked-about guys when it comes to uh, NFL openings. We're like, oh, I wonder, oh, we should get these guys. We should get him. Uh, Lincoln I Riley Lincoln- to Kyler Alina? <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Riley is significantly better when it comes to scheme um matt rules significantly better i think when it comes to leading a team mm-hmm. and so that's why i'm going bear right i just think that's more important all right and uh so baylor x factors i get to go first correct hey um Let's see. I'm going to go Jermichael Hasty. Oh, wow. I was actually considering going him. Um, I think with uh, with the talented linebacker core and Neville Gallimore going after him, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to ha- I'm going to say he has to have a pretty big game uh, for yeah, me. And, and he's got the momentum because he mm-hmm. had, I think it was three touchdowns against Kansas. Yeah, so he has, he has he has momentum, uh, and he has an important matchup, I think, for Baylor to win this game. Um, I also think if Baylor wants to win this game, they need to drain a lot of clock, and to do that, you run the ball a lot. Um, That's very fair. <laughs> so I'm going to go to Michael Hasty for my X Factor. Uh, I am going with linebacker Terrell Bernard, um, because he, when they played last time, he had, his hand was in a cast. Mm-hmm. Um he he was making plays on the ball. He was there, but he wasn't playing at full strength when it comes to getting off blocks, making plays in the passing game. Uh, and I I think last week last time they played Jordan Williams had a great game. I think he will again. But I think Terrell Bernard is my X factor here. Uh, also considered going James Lynch, but you know I think Terrell Bernard's going to be a key in stopping Jalen Hurts. All right, um, let's see. And then for Oklahoma, who are you going with? Uh, this one's tough because <laughs> I want to be vague and just say, or I mean, you can say this is vague or you can say this is too specific. I want to say just whoever has to guard Denzel Mims. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will instead, ah, oh man. I, I would, really I would let I could, you go with that. I, I, then yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with whoever is guarding Denzel Mims because he scored against him last time. He has been on just an insane hot streak as of late, and uh, I don't, he is by far 
Oklahoma the X Factor, Denzel Mims. <laughs> Denzel Mims Defender. Um, <laughs> he is by far the best weapon that Baylor has, and Oklahoma needs to completely neutralize him to walk away with a win here. Um. All right, and then for Oklahoma, I'm gonna go. I'm sticking to the same position I did last time. I did two players in the same position group. I'm going with the, doing the same thing with Oklahoma, and I'm saying Kennedy Brooks. Even though it seems like Jalen Hurts is like their leading rusher and leading running back, I think they do better whenever Kennedy Brooks is a part of the game plan and a big part of it. And uh, so I think that he, if he has a good game, it could very much well lead to the success of the team. I think this is going to come down to time of possession. Um, so that's why I think the running game is going to be very important. I'm hoping they have a game like last time where it was just like like one team goes up huge, the other team rumbles back, it comes back to literally the last possession. I'm so excited for this game. Um, yeah, me too. Spread Oklahoma minus nine. Uh who are you going with? I know where I'm you're going, going. I'm going Baylor. We we know this. Uh, not only do I think that Baylor could definitely cover, I want them to win, and I think that they have a decent chance at it. Uh, don't think it will happen, but I think I would not be super surprised if they did. Um, in this sort of rematch, I kind of did the same thing with Cincinnati-Memphis. Baylor, uh, Baylor lost last time, um, but I think that... It's they're gonna at least keep it close, um, so I'm gonna go Baylor to cover. And like I said, the, this game is really a toss up, and in toss up games, I don't like to give nine points to one side. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, yeah, last time we saw them play, Baylor dominated one half, Oklahoma dominated the other. One team could dominate both halves of this game. We have no idea what to expect, really. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do not think one team will dominate on either side, but could happen. Um, and now the game I'm looking forward to the most. Man, this is a why? fun week of football. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Uh, I'm just waiting for LSU to beat number four Georgia um, so that they can still be ranked number two. They might even go down. Can we can we talk about this real quick? What? Why is Georgia number four? Like, can you imagine... A team that lost to South Carolina is marked as a number four team in the nation right now. Um, I don't know. What the hell is that? I'm trying. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about the college football playoff rankings, playoff rankings, because I'm going to turn into a conspiracy theorist. Because I think that they're stacking the box. Speaking of against LSU. Um, and ranking a uh, ranking high, all of these struggling Big Ten teams. Uh, and just tanking the SEC. They're just um, trying to make up for all the oh SEC bias garbage. And, but I think they're going. The fact that Alabama dropped to number twelve is insane I, to me. I cannot express to you how happy that made me. Oh, I love the fact that they're at twelve, but I feel like it's insane. I feel like them losing in a close game to Auburn should not have dropped them seven spots. No, I mean, honestly, what made me just really happy about it is it's like, this is, I can't remember the last time Florida was ahead of Alabama in the rankings. Utah is ahead of Alabama in the rankings. 
Wisconsin, Baylor. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't care for people that use the oh we have Mac Jones excuse because as a head coach that's your job to be prepared for things like that. I'm pretty sure I said it in the last uh when I recorded by myself that I don't care because as a head coach you're supposed to be prepared for that. If you're if he gets hurt mid game and you lose that game, like then sure you get like a pass. Mac Jones that. went twenty six of thirty nine for three hundred and thirty five yards and four touchdowns. I don't know if you could expect Tua to do much more. Yeah, and one of his picks was off his running back's butt. But yeah. so I don't I don't think that you could really blame that over to him. <sighs> and yeah, like it's not Alabama and they don't get high <laughs> high talent recruits. Um yeah, and also, like, obviously I'm not saying there's similar situations, but Florida literally just played a whole season with a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. If Florida can do it, Bama should definitely be able to do it. I think, is Florida the quietest nine seed of all time? Absolutely. Um, I keep forgetting that they're top ten. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. Um, and their only losses were to the teams that are number two and number four in the nation right now. <laughs> um, it should be number one and like number six, but whatever. I was going to say eight. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so we're going to start off number four, number two, number four Georgia versus number two at LSU Saturday, December 7th at 4 p.m. Eastern. Quarterbacks, it's easy. It's I've Joe had Burrow. this one written in for so long. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. J- Joey Burrow. Yeah, this is incredibly easy. Uh, he's the second best player in the nation. No doubt that it's going to be Joe Burrow there. <gasps> Sorry, it's getting late. It is. Um, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so... Late? It's 10.54. <laughs> what do you mean? It's... Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, you I hit me. I hit you with your time now. You've defeated me. I really just duck season, rabbit seasoned you. <laughs> oh my god! Um, uh, uh, running back. I'm going Georgia, um, because DeAndre Swift is my running back one, so I'm not going to go against him here. Simple as that. <gasps> I, Clyde Edwards-Helaire has stepped up a ton. I get that. But yeah, DeAndre Swift is my running back one. I'm going with him. Uh, this is very very close. Um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, as as you have mentioned, has really stepped up. But I think, kind of understatedly, Terrian Davis Price has also kind of stepped up as a true freshman. Um, he came in and was the less hype less hyped of the two running backs that we got this year, and uh, he's looked very very good. Um, he he's has had a pretty big role, um, and you know I feel it's it's crazy that uh, Clyde's like some team's top running back in the draft. Um, I think that he'll translate well into the NFL, but DeAndre Swift is Oklahoma is Georgia's best player, <laughs> Georgia's best offensive player at least. Yeah, I mean, I, he I'd say best player. <laughs> um, yeah, probably yeah. Um, uh, then you have wide receivers, tight end. Wonder right. where you're going. You can uh, write down the mm-hmm. best wide receiver group in the country. Alabama's not in this game. 
and 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 Thaddeus and Moss. That's your that's where everybody shuts off the uh yeah. podcast. Yes. Um you know, you got Jamar Chase, you got Terrace Marshall, you got Justin Jefferson, you got Racy McMath. It's a whole whole lot of goodness in that group. Um and then you have sometimes Steven Sullivan play, who is like a senior bowl legend. Yeah, he's soon to be. He's like six six. <laughs> it's hilarious to see him matched up against uh, corners. Um, uh, he was their like go to last year because you know, all you had to do was just like toss it up to him and he'll just go up and grab it. Um. Uh. But yeah, I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson are is the best one and two punch I think in the country, and I know Alabama. They have theirs, but those two players have stepped up so much and are just so, 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 so good. And you can even throw in Charlie Werner uh, versus Thaddeus Moss, and Thaddeus Moss has had a great season and has surprised a lot of a lot of us. You guys, you know, remember that toe tap against Alabama? Um, and even Terrace Marshall, who got injured, but he was having a great season before then and has stepped up since he's been back. Um, this one's not even close to me. I was, I was hoping to get a reaction because I wrote Georgia in for mine, but um, oh, no, okay. it's, it, it's, I was, it's so uh, easily LSU. Okay, I was uh, I, I, I was I, hoping you'd be in the middle I, and see it and be like, "What the fuck?" I was about I was literally about to mention it as I was about to mention it as you started speaking because <laughs> I this whenever I noticed it, <laughs> um, I was not paying attention. Um, uh, you know, you, you named every player that's ever played for LSU. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're going to get a lot of rants from me this section. I know. I get it. Uh, LSU is, yeah, they have clearly the better wide receiver tight end. But moving on, uh, Georgia clearly has the better offensive line, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, this is their this is their their job. Yeah, these teams are literally, it's so simple to make two plus two equals four the better passing team has better quarterbacks and wide receivers <laughs> and tight ends the better running team has better running backs in the offensive line mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting for the defense because i do think lsu has the more talented defense but they have not played like it no nope 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 uh so that's gonna be interesting um, I already wrote in DBs because we both know where we're going. Yeah, um, I'm writing head coach too because we both know where we're going. <laughs> yes, um, head coach of the year, um, defensive line edge. That is me. Um, yes. <sighs> Give me LSU. Um, and I think it's just the mainly the fact that so much of this. I think the defense has really hit their stride. If we're if we're if we're saying anything, and they've had a lot of players step up and become just really really standout players. I think they they had a rough start to the season, and it mainly a lot lied in uh, not being able to get to the quarterback and apply any pressure at all. Um, and they've changed that. Damon Clark and Caleb on Chase on are uh, are looking uh like two of the best uh, pass rushers 
and uh, run stoppers in the in the conference. Um, and of course, you got uh, Tyler Shelvin, Glenn Logan, and Richard Lawrence as well. Um, a re- I think they're a very talented defensive line. They just need to play up to it in this game. That's uh, yeah. I'm going LSU also mainly because of Jackson uh, on the edge. Mm-hmm. He's he has left me. He's left something to be desired before. But I mean, he still flashes that like potential first round pick talent, and I don't think anybody on Georgia really uh really does that. I know Jermaine Johnson flashes, but he's not even their full time starter. So I'm well, going literally LSU he just here. flashes. <laughs> um, LSU's defense last week was just sickening. Uh, they were they were awesome. Um, no oh, linebacker me. All right, uh, I am going Georgia here. Okay. Uh, I think that at times this season, LSU's linebackers have really struggled at, I mean, we saw it against Ole Miss, their run defense, filling their gaps. They've struggled there before. And this is not a game where you can do that, really. <laughs> you, you can't afford to do that against this offense. Uh, but Monty Rice, Tay Crowder... And also losing Michael Divinity kind of hurt uh, LSU there for me. Uh, yeah, who will be back for the the national championship if we make it? By the so way, so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got he came back and got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, and so my linebacker group. Um, I don't want to sound like a homer here. But I'm going yeah, LSU. <laughs> I'm going LSU. I, you know, and I just, it's really, it has come down. And I feel like I've proven to not be a homer in these if we've done LSU and talked about LSU. Stop saying homer. They're the number two team in the country. If I know. they're better at things, they're better at things. And I just think that they are. <laughs> I think that they're obviously a really talented team. I just don't want, <clears throat> I, I want to be taken seriously. So that's why I keep bringing it up. Um, but uh, Patrick Queen and Jacob Phillips are two very, very and, and it's just the fact that I see them play a lot. I think Patrick Queen and Jacob Phillips uh, have, are are very good, and have, again they've had they've had flashes. Um, but again, I think that this this defense has kind of figured it out. Um, and Georgia just they're the number four team. I just really, they have not really seen anything at all from them. <laughs> To make me, they're, they're the number four that. team, but they definitely do not deserve being number four. No. Um. Oh God, this one's so easy. Just go, just speed through the final two for the. Uh, we agree. <laughs> defensive backs, LSU. Yeah, easy money. Just don't, you don't even have to. I don't just <laughs> don't even have to mention any of their players. Um. But I will. Derek Stingley, Christian Fulton, Shaquille Stephen Green, Gary Vincent, Cordell Flott. Um, and then head head coach, uh, Edo. Oh, coach O. I wasn't going to do it, but. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do it. But someone. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter. If we reach 500 followers by December 25th, Christmas, we will give away a. Uh, uh, 
uh, Amazon Echo Dot. <laughs> I was going to you're going to say the words there, Coach O? Go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Did you ever listen to the Stick to Football episode with Foster Moreau last year. No, I do not. Go Tigers. Please stop. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, he mentioned how like how Coach O does that, like just because he knows people love it. Not that he necessarily cares to do it, but the, just that, the like, Go Tigers. He, yeah, he oh, knows I people lose love my it. Mind. So he just does it just to uh, the, just to help people like go crazy. Oh, but, I uh, I go crazy okay. anytime he says it, and it's every time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, both going LSU for head coach and Georgia X Factor time. Georgia X Factor. Um, do they have any players picking playing wide receiver now? Because they lost Lawrence Gager and George Pickens for at least a half. I think was it George Pickens that got taken out for a half, or was that someone else? I know one of their players is out for half. I forgot. Completely I think I'm was. actually suiting up at receiver for them in the first half. <laughs> I think I think so too. Um, let's see. Who do I, I can guarantee I'll try? That's that's what you're getting from me. Um. So I'm gonna go with my X factor as Tyler Simmons. He is the most experienced wide receiver on their team, um, and I I think that uh, someone has to step up. At wide receiver, especially against a very good secondary, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with him being my X factor. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair. Um, I am going with this. Isn't me Alexing it? Uh, All right, I'm going Jake Fromm. I, okay, that he's was... the he's the third best offensive player, so I'm not accepting that as saying much. I don't even um, I wouldn't even say that. I'd say uh, DeAndre yeah. Swift, Charlie, uh, Charlie Werner, Andrew Thomas, Solomon Kinley, Cade Mays. Isaiah Wilson, I think they're all better than him. I don't yeah, like I'm Jake Fromm, sorry. When Jake Fromm... I mean, he's never great. When Jake Fromm is worse than usual... What? Like Georgia just Whenever he throws for 130 really yards except for 160? Yes. <laughs> um, but at the South Carolina game, all the picks were in his fault, but it was bad. Uh, not going to talk about. I think it was the Kentucky game because they're playing in a monsoon. But Georgia, Jake Fromm Georgia. specifically, has left just so much. To, like I mentioned with Caleb on Chase on, but like way worse. <laughs> <laughs> like he just leaves a lot to be desired here. Uh, I don't fully get the first round hype for him either. It's just no. it's not. I don't there. get the top ten hype that I see for him. Yeah, and that's just called people being crackheads. That's all that is. Uh, he's uh, smart. That's it. But it's like, okay, I could be smart. Doesn't make me good. Yeah. We need to combine the the Jakes. From and Easton. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do you think From would throw into triple coverage on a wheel round? <laughs> <laughs> um. They really should have just stayed at Georgia. Uh, they really should. Easton should have just stayed at Georgia. Oh man! If only you know, you know who I think would do really well for Georgia. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> um, LSU X Factor time. Who are you going with? I am going Rashard Lawrence. That's a good one. That's a very very uh, good one. 
Yeah, I think he's got to play a huge part in at least slowing down DeAndre Swift. And going against Kinley Hill and Mays in the middle, he does not have an easy matchup at all. So I think he's got to be the guy for LSU to step up and slow down Swift. Um, and this may sound like me Alexing it, but I'm going with Grant, Grant Delpit. Delpit. Yeah, I'm going to go with Grant Delpit. I thought about it, but I didn't want to be accused of Alexing it when I just... I would, and I, I wouldn't have because <laughs> he is the biggest name on their defense, but he struggled. Um, and I like, can this dude make a tackle, please? Uh, and the sad thing is, he can, um, <laughs> but he just doesn't sometimes for whatever reason. Fine, may he make a tackle, please? Like, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, Grant Elbit, whenever he has been on the season, he's looked awesome and the defense has looked good. Whenever he's been off, the defense has looked bad. I think this defense's success rides on him, and I think this is a great team for him to show off show off his strength his strengths because he does not have a he, he's a great box safety, which is crazy because he's been <laughs> struggling with tackling this year. But he's not afraid to tackle, and he 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 plays very well in the box. But uh, he plays he he does everything well whenever he's on as as a safety that you could ask him to. Um, so I just really think that it it lies on his performance yeah that it's just he, it's not just that he's like struggling tackling it's that he's not really willing to right now and that's mm-hmm. the most frustrating part about it yeah um, um i want to know where you're going with the spread first oh lsu 100 percent. so lsu minus seven i would take LSU? lsu minus 21 that's fair. I I would also probably think LSU minus I think this I just wanted to see if you were going to do your usual, like, hey, I'm really cautious about LSU. Um, no, not not in this game. I'll probably will versus whoever we play in uh, next if we win. I, I mean, although, to be fair, I, mean, I think... You're if, definitely uh, playing at next, whether or not yeah, you win. I think, if, yeah, if Georgia wins, LSU will probably at least drop to four. I think they might swap. No, I think <laughs> it'd go to three and four. Um... Georgia Even Green if Green. you drop out of the playoffs, you still got a bowl game. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about playoffs. Whoever LSU it's plays next in the play in the playoffs. Playoffs. Um, that, that's got to be the intro. Um. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, it always saves me because I always spend just way way longer than you would think looking for an intro song. And oh, it's really? Because you didn't spend any time at all with my solo episode. <laughs> you just uploaded this shit without a song. I was in a rush. All right. Um, LSU spread minus seven. I'm taking it all day. I think this is a terrible matchup for Georgia. Absolutely. Um, these next two games are going to be so fast because I just think they're so mismatched. Um. Well, yeah, it's because you have two of the most talented teams in the country. <laughs> Um, against not um. against not um yeah it's uh the next game we have uh is gonna be number 23 virginia versus number three clemson and that's gonna be saturday at 7 30 p.m eastern um while you move who's picking clemson there uh, i'm watching brandon fill out the the the, the sheet um, I literally just copied and pasted it. <laughs> um, so, man, he's really just outright picking them all. Uh, we're going to try and go quick here for this one. Quarterback, 
Huh. It's also very late. Dylan has two finals tomorrow. Yeah. I have class in six hours. I wonder who it could be versus Bryce and Perkins. Bryce Perkins and uh, and Trevor Lawrence. It's Trevor Lawrence, obviously. I think Bryce Bryce Perkins has (laughs) impressed me this year. Um, I think he did better than I thought he was going to do. Uh, seeing as though this is the best season in Virginia history, basically. Um, yes, I did have an undrafted grade on him going into the year. Uh, I'll have to like, I'll, I have to rescout, of course. So then that means you also have to watch ACC football, which is just miserable. Honestly, I might just give all the ACC players undrafted. Like ah, Isaiah Simmons, screw it, undrafted. I don't want to watch him. Um, <laughs> Because yeah. even though he's really good and he's on defense, that means I have to watch an ACC offense. That's not Clemson. Um, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just watch all their games against like Florida State, Miami, and just get to enjoy watching just those two teams. Running back suck. is going to be Travis suck. Etienne. I'm not. I'm going for you because we're going to yes, get through these. Yes, teams. we're we're both of course doing Clemson for that one. Uh, wide doing Clemson, nice. Ayo, nice. Um, <laughs> wide receiver tight end. I'm going Virginia because I know one of their wide receivers. <laughs> um, um, but no, uh, sorry, Terrell. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, going Justin Ross and T Higgins. You you actually know the worst Terrell on Virginia's receiving court. <laughs> How do you know? Because you know Terrell Chapman. Yeah. We've, we've discussed this before. We've, we've, yeah, we've discussed this before. Um, I feel bad for him. He's actually pretty good. but Yeah, well, he's ridiculous. the worst Terrell on his He's not even the best Terrell on his team. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Terrell, if you're listening to this. I put it just in case you were like, oh, dark horse time, just because I'm filling everything out. Yeah. Who are you going, um, who are you going with for offensive line? Clemson. <laughs> Yeah. I regret putting these in just like time order because the last two suck, but you know what? It is what it is, man. Uh, defensive line, edge, uh, Clemson. Yes. <laughs> that's what they, this is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's always what they do every year. That's, that's their shit. Clemson, honestly, with Virginia, Edge, they maybe have like the Charles Snowden thing if they kept him at edge, but they bounced him inside a bit or off ball, so it made it a lot less uh, interesting for him. Yeah. Uh, linebacker, Clemson easily because they have Isaiah Simmons, and that's all. Yeah, you they get literally it. have linebacker one. Um, um, yeah. Um, secondary. This would be a lot more interesting if Bryce Hall if was healthy. If this was Bryce Hall, I'd probably go. Yes, no, I, I would definitely go Virginia if Bryce Hall was healthy, but he's uh, out for the remainder of the year, so we're not going Virginia. We're going Clemson. Um, and for head, head coach, coach, obviously we're going Bronco Mendenhall. I mean, uh, I'd <laughs> be about it mainly because I don't like Debo Swinney. Um, it's, it's something about him, right? Yeah, I don't like it. There's just something. It seems like there's a, something about Dabo. Dabo's um. a douche, douchey Dabo. I'm going for it. Um, That's fair. Let's see, Virginia X Factor time. I'm gonna go Jordan Mack, the linebacker. 
Oh, wow, we're both going linebackers. I'm going Charles Snowden. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Jordan Mack, I think, uh, in the, I'll admittedly, one Virginia game I've watched this year, popped. Um, <laughs> the one. I, why have I needed to watch Virginia football? Hey, I don't, I'm just, I just thought it was funny. I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll go and throw them on if they're on. But like, I watched Virginia, Virginia Tech mainly because I was really bored. But it's crazy. He started, sorry, but he started as like a DB too. Yeah, he looks like a DB. <laughs> yeah, he started as a DB, and then now he's like rushing the passer, and he's really just Jamal Adams. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's uh, like six two two something, two hundred something. Uh, he, I'll say he's no heavier than like two forty. No way. Tops. I am looking at it right now. He's 230. Yeah, okay. He looks like he, a safety. <laughs> he is not dummy thick, so he definitely is not like built like a linebacker. Clemson wins because Virginia has no dummy thick players. <laughs> Can that be the headline for this episode? Absolutely. But just put dummy thick players. That's dummy it. thick. <laughs> uh, who knew football is a battle of dummy thickness? Clemson, who's your dummy thick X Factor? <clears throat> um, I, I'm Alexing it here by saying, I, actually, am I uh, Isaiah Simmons? He's their best yes. defensive yeah, player. I would say you're Alex, Is he it. their best player? I mean, he's maybe. I mean, they have the generational Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne's a beast, but uh, their best player, Chase Bryce. My main reason that I'm going Isaiah Simmons is because I know he's probably going to be spied on Bryce Perkins. Mm. That's why I think he's the X factor. It's not because he's so great. It's because he's probably going to be uh, tasked with slowing down Bryce Perkins. Mm-hmm. Um, Clemson, uh, their X factor for me. <laughs> I'm gonna That's go. Great yeah, I'm gonna listeners go, to hear. Thank you. I'm gonna go with our kicker. Um, <laughs> because uh, I think is is it Will Spires? Is that, is that who's their who's their? <laughs> Why are you going kick kicker? Why am I going kicker? Um, because I feel like they are the the only way that they're gonna lose this game is on a like, missed kick. I feel like this is the only. They're gonna bam it. I think their only way to lose this game is bamming it, and I don't even know their kicker. Which who their kicker is off the top of my head. I I think Potter. BT Potter. Something Potter. Yeah, sure. BT. Um, (laughs) They have a player named BT Potter. Um, Going BT Potter. Yeah, that's that guy. BT Potter is their X factor (laughs) because I think Clemson. If Clemson loses this game, that guy. (laughs) Can you for X factor? You just write down that guy. Um, by the way, just because I wanted to look it up, <laughs> BT Potter, extra points made and attempted sixty six. Field goals ma- attempted seventeen. Field goals made ten. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their X factor? This fifty eight percent kicker. <laughs> I think that if he does bad, they're gonna they can they could possibly lose. Why are they still kicking? <laughs> facts honestly facts um but yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go him bt potter <laughs> i feel like that's all they can it's the only way it can go wrong for them 
He has to miss all of your kicks. <laughs> all seven. By the way, he is two afters. for two from fifty plus. Well, you know what? He's, he's gonna be two for three. I'm calling it right now. He's gonna miss a fifty plus yard field goal. He's two for five from forty to forty nine. Three for six from thirty to thirty nine. All right, let's move on four. to the spread. <laughs> Jesus, he's bad. Um, spread Clemson minus twenty eight and a half. Brandon, where are you going? Um, <laughs> I'm so worried. Just like I know that they're good now, but I'm so worried about them Clemsoning it <laughs> that it's like 30 points is a lot. Why are they favored by 30, but the over under is 55? <laughs> <laughs> they really think it's gonna be fucking like 30 nothing. Like <laughs> the over under is gonna be 55. No, <laughs> over under 55 spread 55. <laughs> um. I'm doing it. I'm going Virginia. Okay, good. Because we're agreeing. Which probably uh, okay. means Clemson's going to win by 47. Everyone should know I mean, by this point. I'm not com- in South Carolina. <laughs> I'm not comfortable giving 28 and a half, especially in a conference championship game. But they suck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's ACC and it's Clemson. Um, Clemson really has to dominate this game, though. To because uh, I, I, feel, I feel like they probably will because I feel like they're probably annoyed. Um, All right, uh, question: What happens if like, Clemson's just out if they lose? One hundred percent. Yeah, if they lose, Utah wins. Clemson's gonna drop out. I think uh, if uh, Clemson if Clemson loses and LSU wins, it's gonna be LSU Ohio State. Utah, um, I think it's going to be Ohio State, LSU, Utah, Baylor. Baylor? Or Oklahoma. That's what I'm, I was, yeah. No matter what the, the Big 12 championship goes, I think Baylor's in. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma wins 49-7. to Baylor's in, number four. I mean, this college playoff committee is a bunch of clowns. <laughs> Don't put it past them. Number one, Ohio State versus number eight, Wisconsin, Saturday, December 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Really going to try and just speed through this one. It is late. We are tired and we still have a mailbag. Um, And we think this one's, yeah. (laughs) um, Quarterback, I'm going Ohio State, obviously. Obviously, we're not picking Jack Cohn in this matchup. No. Uh, Running back. Love him because he's from Long Island. Which, I mean, really is, like, barely New York, but I gotta show, like, the same area, love. Uh, but no. You just, no. Uh, running back. Ooh. Uh, this is actually the toughest one we're gonna get. Well, yeah, it's because... And I'm, I'm going Wisconsin. Yeah, I... Jonathan Taylor's my quarter, running back one, so... He is my running back two now. So, yep, gonna stick with him. Dobbins is doing great. He's climbing up. This is a lot like DeAndre Swift and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like, a running back's, like, climbing up, but he's still got, like, a top running back right in front of him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think either of these teams have bad running backs. Um, Correct. <laughs> at all. So, J.K. Dobbins is on fire, but so is Jonathan Taylor. Um, wide receiver, tight end. Where are you going 
Yeah, it's your pick. <laughs> oh, it's my pick. I'm going Ohio State. Yes. Uh, we, and it's yeah. more of the tight end than the wide receivers. I think. Honestly, honestly, my main reason is that like Wisconsin doesn't want to throw to their guys. <laughs> and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't want to throw. We don't have to go with them. No. Um, offensive line. Where are you going? I am going Wisconsin. I, I will never bet against a Wisconsin O-line. Um, I will, because I'm going Ohio State. <laughs> I'm especially not bet against Tyler Biadish. Biadish. Biad, more like Biadouche, am I right? Um, You're a douche. <laughs> I know. Davos Swinney is a douche. Um, defensive line edge. I'm going. Oh, this one's a toughie. Oh, this one's a toughie. My name is Garrett Rand. <laughs> I'm going uh, I'm going Chase. <laughs> what the f- what is that? I don't know. Sorry, Garrett Rand, you deserve better. <laughs> you really just bullied Garrett Rand for no reason. He's just trying to play football with his friends. And you won't. Um, I'm going Chase Young and Ohio State. Just in total. Even, like, everyone on that defensive line. Yeah. Um. Linebacker, I am going Ohio State. Uh. I've openly expressed that I love their linebacking core. Wisconsin's got a good got good linebackers with Chris Orr, Zach Bond. But they aren't are you opening something? <laughs> I had something in my hand. Okay, I could hear it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like so loud and clear. Um I have openly expressed that I love Ohio State's linebacker core. Wisconsin's good with uh, Brandon. I have something to admit. What? I, I'd never press record. You're kidding. I'm not. I know you are. I'm really not. I know you're kidding. I'm really not. I know you're kidding. I'm really not. I will literally murder you. Okay, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not. I, I would. I would fly to New Orleans tomorrow and kill you. Pranked you. Uh, can't wait for me to listen tomorrow and it's you doing both of our voices picking, yeah, picking the teams. Hey, my name's Brandon Olsen. I'm Coach O. Right. Oh. <laughs> I'm Coach O. Go Nuggets. <laughs> Linebackers. So I'm going to Ohio State. Um, shocker. Uh, you're up for DBs. Oh, sorry. DBs going Ohio State. Shocker. They have cornerback yeah. one. They have DB they have one. Secondary one. <laughs> yeah, they have DB one. Um, yeah. Jeffrey Okuda. Sorry, Devin, the verified Jackson. You <laughs> just really tried to show love to the one of the best defensive players in the country. And he got dunked on for By his no own reason. fan base. Yeah, he... <laughs> He literally just has to, like, he's required to just tweet out players, clips, you know. Jeff Okuda retweeted it, and I think that might be why they went at him. Oh, I didn't know Jeff Okuda retweeted it. Yeah, Jeff Okuda retweeted it. I just realized that might be why they went at him, because Okuda retweeted it. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense than just that website being like, let's dunk on this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Head coaches, I don't think it's any discussion. Ryan Day. 
Ryan Day. I had my friend uh, last week, we were watching Ohio State play. Shout out to you, Shay. He was like, man, Urban Meyer's doing really good this year. <laughs> Love you, Shay. Um, and I was like, that's because, this is because he's, he's not the coach. It's Ryan Day. I was like, oh, I was wondering why he was on the college football talk shows right now. I was like, should they be coaching a game? I was like, What? <laughs> Uh, love you, Shay. Ohio State's in the third quarter, and Urban Myers is like, fuck it, I got this. Ohio State, uh, X-Factors, where are you going? Who you got? Who you got? Uh, I think I'm gonna go Chase Young. Um, you know, he's just like, he's rising, he's pretty talented. Alright, let's get this uh, over with. Where are you going, man? I'm going Tough Borland, because he's probably going to be the main one task of stopping Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I am uh, <laughs> almost. I'm thinking about going there, kicker again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, last week uh, he was uh, 0 for 0, field, uh, zero for zero field goals, eight of eight on extra points. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year uh, I'm gonna go. Let's see what what is he doing this year? Um, he is. 37 of 37. Oh, no. He's 79 of 79 for extra points made. 8 of 10 field goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's really solid from the three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to go him again. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm going. I'm going Blake Hallbill from Buffalo. Shout out Buffalo. Hate you. Uh, you know? Yeah, if I, I see, I feel a lot of times if big teams lose games, again comes down to the kicker. I can't wait for them to actually like lose because of the kicker. I'm gonna win because of the kicker, and you be like, ah, fucking X Factor. I I um. listen. I'm 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 just going for a hard read here because if I'm wrong, who cares? <laughs> this game That's is fair. obviously going to be a blowout. Um, Wisconsin's really going to kill them. Wisconsin um. X Factors. I'm, I'm like, going. Where are you going? Oh, going I, yeah. kicker again? No, I'm going. I'm going the complete Alex move because their literal only hope is Jonathan Taylor running for 500 yards. That's fair. <laughs> that's that's it. And I am going his uh, backfield mate in Jack Cohn because I think that Ohio State's just going to destroy Jonathan Taylor because that's their only threat. And so Jack Cohn needs to step up and not be trash. You're like destroying Jonathan Taylor is holding him under 200 yards. Yeah, and they're probably going to do that. I'm calling it now. Jonathan Taylor is going to eclipse 260 yards rushing. Yeah, he might because he's pretty close to like the 6,000 rushing yard mark. So uh-huh. he might just be like, fuck it. I, gotta, I need to get it now so that I don't have to play in a bowl game with Wisconsin. Yeah, that's very fair. Okay, what if Wisconsin wins this game? What happens? Yeah, like let's say Wisconsin wins, Clemson loses, Utah loses. So you're just going all upsets except for LSU. I mean, I I chose no. I mean, oh yeah, because Georgia's four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess so. I was L- kind of LSU- just going. Like, I'm going LSU number one. Baylor number two. You're just going Baylor even if Oklahoma wins. Baylor or Oklahoma <laughs> at number two. I did it again. Oklahoma's <laughs> really going to destroy Baylor. 
Um, <laughs> Wisconsin at three. Ohio State at four. Yeah, that's fair. All right, whatever. Right, that was just a random question. Um, spread time. Um, bedtime. Hell. Um, spread Ohio State minus 16 and a half. Uh, we're both going Ohio State. Yeah, I already wrote it down. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I got QT last week. <laughs> Picking Michigan. Yeah. You know what? I'm going Michigan to not only cover, but to win outright. <laughs> I wanted it to happen so hard. Then Ohio State really just said, all right, Dylan, get ready. Did you make fun of me? I haven't gotten to that game on that. I so made fun of you. I haven't gotten to I'm going to have to listen to this episode. I so made fun of you. I Rightfully um, so, honestly. I don't remember making fun of you, but I'm confident I made fun of you. I hope you did. I deserve it. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, I didn't get to talk about it. They could have. They could have won if they didn't make so many stupid, stupid little mistakes. If they didn't lose by more points than they score. <laughs> no, it really, like, the stupid mistakes of, like, him dropping the ball at the end zone. The, uh, the offsides on the punt. The dropped touchdown by Jonathan Peoples-Jones. My X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's gonna make the difference in the game, and he dropped the fucking touch. I literally, as soon as as soon as it touched his hands, I was like, "Yo, X Factor, baby!" And then he dropped it. I'm pretty sure I remember. I don't know why I'm acting like I was like drunk while recording. I just don't remember. Um, I'm fairly certain I said that while we were texting, we were like, "Oh yeah, like this game's gonna be a blowout," and then at the last second, you changed your mind. To be like, oh no, like Michigan's gonna win outright, and that's that was just the worst choice you've ever made. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I was right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, mailbag time. Yes. Let's get this over with. Are we saving the top I mean, three they're, for they're... last? I don't care, man. No, let's just go in the order that they are. I feel like the last question, I feel like the last two that we have are like better because they're relevant. Actually, the last four we have are more relevant. So. Well, this one's literally not relevant at all. Number one, number one, from the <laughs> in verified, order of relevancy. In the order of relevancy, number one, in order of quality of question just, asked. <laughs> by the, the name, don't say just the nickname. That's it. That's his name now. Are the Patriots drafting Tua and Crushing All Our Dreams from the Verified? No. He's like a superhero now. He's not getting past the Saints. And and maybe if the Saints draft... If the Saints draft after the Patriots, they'll probably move up because they love to move up. I just... Stop playing with whatever's in your hand. Sorry, it is a uh, it's a pin from the game Persona Five. I literally just hear you rattling that shit. Um. I you know I just start rattling with things. I've been playing with a clothespin all night. Um, hairpin, yeah, whatever no. one it is. Tua is not only going to not make it to the Patriots. He's not going to make it to the Saints. If he enters the draft, he's still going to go in the top half of the first round. Yeah. I remember the fr- whenever the day after he got his injury, they're like, "God, oh, he might be in there in the fourth round." No, shut up. I thought there was a possibility he just wouldn't enter the draft. But then you realize he would lose out. a lot of money. 
I found out that he has an insurance policy already taken out so that if he falls in the draft, he makes money from that. Yeah. The only reason he would have that is if he's entering the draft. So once I heard that, I was like, oh, he's definitely going no matter what. Um, next <clears throat> one from Trevor Fennell. Top three. It's up to you both on helping to pick new venues for the college football playoff championship game. Why would I want a new stadium? I know it's in new Orleans. <laughs> why would I want to change it? Um, which location slash stadiums would you choose and why? You could pick death Valley. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number one, my <laughs> backyard. <laughs> yeah. <that's all. laughs> um, my number one, I mean, I was going to be completely selfish with it. I was going to say the Meadowlands cause it's right here. My logic, my reasoning for this is completely to be selfish. Oh, hundred percent. First, the first one I'm going with is the Meadowlands. Number one, um, I'm gonna go the Central High School football stadium because <laughs> it's five minutes away from me. He said it in Ethan's so yeah, he did say he said it. Just said it, or he just said it has to be New York or uh, U.S. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're making it top five if we're gonna do stupid shit like this. Um, I'll go. I know five stadiums by me, so <laughs> that's fine. I am going with Long Island City High School because it's where I went, and it's right here. <laughs> that's my second one. <laughs> I think he hates us. I think he's gonna hate us. <laughs> if he, yeah, if he doesn't already, he's about to. <laughs> he's like, oh wow, this is gonna be a fun conversation <laughs> question. <laughs> um. Uh. Gonna go uh, Daytona International Speedway. I'm just looking at the best stadiums. But, but here it is. Here's the rules. You can't play in the middle grass. <laughs> you have to play along the track only. It's gonna be a foot race between <laughs> Justin Jefferson and Jake and <laughs> J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins. Because it's probably gonna be LSU Ohio State. If I had to guess. I mean that's that's how it should work out if they're one and two. Yeah. Um, my third place, <laughs> the Glass Bowl. <laughs> the Glass Bowl because I'm pretty sure they have a max capacity of like eighteen thousand, and I would love to see a national championship played in uh, the smallest stadium on the world. <laughs> oh look, Tiger Stadium's here. Add it to the list. <laughs> Keep in mind, the high school that I listed that's, like, right next to me, they only have bleachers on one side of the field to begin with. Oh, we have two We have two bleacher sides. No, we have just one on one side, and the other side of the field is a baseball field. Mm-hmm. And there's no bleachers on the baseball side of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I'm going to go with uh, the Raising Canes River Center. It's another... Baton Rouge uh, Stadium. Man, I feel really bad for him because we just shat all over this. <laughs> uh, number four <laughs> that I'm going. I don't know the name of it, but wherever Rutgers plays. <laughs> because that'll be the only time that every seat there is filled out. Um, I'm going to go uh, with my last pick. I'm gonna go to the Augusta, the the Masters, the golf course. The the, my, the, uh, the the stipulation is they have to play golf. 
<laughs> he did. He said which location slash stadium. Yeah. And he named it, he named it venue. He didn't say it has to be a football field. Yeah. Um, oh no, I'm gonna go with uh, the AMC right down the road for me, the movie theater. That's a venue. <laughs> it's a venue. It's a um, location. <laughs> I'm going Madison Square Garden. I mean, might as well. I actually, I'm going Victory Field. It is a very small. Uh, it's it's a park that has a football field in it, and it's where I used to play football. So that's where I'm going now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know where I'm going. I'm going the Angola uh, Angola Prison. They have a rodeo <laughs> that that prisoners put on. The prisoners I'm put going on a rodeo. Rikers Island. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, Louisiana wild. <laughs> they have a rodeo that's put on Louisiana's my prison. Is wild. Um. Yeah. Each each ring. Uh. Each each spring. Uh. The rodeo rodeo raises about like four hundred fifty thousand dollars for the uh for the for the uh Louisiana State Penitentiary. As yeah. an arts and crafts festival and everything. <laughs> And now they have the national championship. And now they have the um, national championship. I should bring in a little bit of money for the for the for the penitentiary. I'm gonna go to adi- um, additional points of interest. I'm on the Wikipedia page. All right, that's enough. We uh, it is the sale Dylan. of horses bred and trained by at the prison by the inmates. Dylan, this episode <laughs> is over two hours long. Is it? Um, no, I accepted the invite at. How long is it it's, so far? Uh, an hour forty. Oh God! All right, yeah, that's. Do you have the choice? Who's this. your ideal number four seed in the playoff? Oh, Utah. Baylor. All right, um, number three. That's from Mark. Toledo. Um, <laughs> LSU. Wait. <laughs> Best two loss team in college football: Minnesota. Oh, it's definitely Alabama. It's definitely Alabama. Florida. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're the I highest mean, ranked. I mean, if we're choosing out of the options that he gave us, it's Alabama. <laughs> yeah, but I think but if we're just choosing out of all two losses, then yeah, I'm going Florida. I'd probably Obviously, go Florida. Obviously, I'm going to go Florida. I think I'd go. I think Florida would beat Alabama this year, especially without uh, Tua. <laughs> all right, you literally just said they can't use that excuse. Um, number five. From I'm Alex, if they play like if they play like that without Tua, from the they have like these I, pick sixes. I'm really there. sad that we keep going with this whole Alexing thing, and it was in a lost episode. Wow, right? We're such dicks. Like it doesn't even just everybody's like, "What are they talking about?" And then Alex is just like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> literally just we we stopped talking about Mike." Okay, can I talk about Mike? Can I say one thing about Mike? He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't listen to our podcast as we nope, don't say learn. It, don't, say it, don't say it. All right, whatever. So let's assume Georgia Canadians. loses to LSU. <laughs> Alex Katzen asked this. So let's assume Georgia loses to LSU. If Utah they and Oklahoma will. both win, <laughs> yes. If Utah and Oklahoma both win, who are you taking as the uh, four seed in the playoff? Um. I would take I, Utah, but I think that the college football playoff committee is going to take Oklahoma. I've seen this discussed a lot on Twitter, and I'm going to leave it at it depends how much Utah and Oklahoma win by. Yeah. Like, if Utah wins by three, but Oklahoma beats Baylor by 40, then obviously I think Oklahoma should go in. But if they, like, both win by three, then I think I think Oklahoma would probably get in, and I would put Oklahoma in, based on just 
that Oklahoma would beat the number seven team by three. Utah would be the number 13 team by three. I don't think it really matters who the four seed is. <laughs> no. Because um, I don't think either of those teams match up well against Ohio State or LSU. Or LSU. <laughs> or Clemson. <laughs> I would prefer to see... Actually, I don't even know what I'd prefer to see. I'd love, Utah, I'd love you to, get see, to see Utah's secondary. I'd love to see Utah play LSU, but I think that Utah would get stomped by LSU. I would like to see it because you'd get to see Utah's secondary or Utah's defense against either LSU or Ohio State. I think LSU. But at the same cannot- time, I I would just love to see the shootout that would be either Ohio State or LSU against Oklahoma. I that's fair. I think LSU can outscore anybody in the country, um, and I think that their defense is enough to hold a team. Um, to less points, so they can win. I just really, I was trying to say something and I didn't say it very well. But <laughs> you do not. Um, <laughs> hopefully, someone will understand what I mean. Number six, a play on this as well. Trevor replied, um, <laughs> "If LSU loses to Georgia by three or less, do they still get the fourth spot, regardless of what happens with Baylor, Oklahoma, and Utah?" Yes. Yeah. Poor Trevor. He asked two questions. The first one, we made a joke of it. And the second one, we just (laughs) one-worded him. Yep. Yep. Sorry, Trevor. That's what happens whenever you're in the mailbag. Try and get in earlier (laughs) on the podcast like Trey did. Yeah, he really says it. (laughs) Trey. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um... Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go to bed. Um, I need to study a little bit too, so I'm screwed. Um, I don't even know what time my finals are at tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I just know that they're sometime after nine p nine a.m. Nine p.m. <laughs> yeah, I got my finals at eleven and freaking three in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, well then my final wouldn't be tomorrow; it'd be on Friday. Yeah, it depends how people say. Whatever. My name's Brandon. Uh, <laughs> just recap it, you bitch. Um, um I get very cranky. Just recap it. Mention the echo dot. What do you mean it's only eleven forty six? Hey Alexa. What do they I win? Said, I'm sorry, I, I have an Alexa right time. next to me. Yeah, well she's gonna be like, What are you talking about? Alexa, <laughs> play the whole nine sports podcast. Resuming the latest episode, Coaching Carousel, WNS Podcast, episode 56. Uh, it was 26-7 with like five minutes left, and then Dallas... All right, Alexa, pause. You want to be able to do that? Yeah, you want to be able to do that? Follow uh, follow us and get your friends to follow us, um, because we're going to be giving away an Alexa whenever we hit 400 or 500. Uh, 500. 500. 400 that's followers. one follower <laughs> 500 followers before christmas 500 followers before christmas so tell your friends we'll send out a tweet from the official account tomorrow um so yeah just do that hey we're at 400 followers <laughs> so we need a flat oh, yes. hundred some some conservative followed us um, all right block <laughs> some boomer <laughs> okay boomer sorry you can listen to us if you're conservative um <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, all right, Brandon. We need some <laughs> listeners, even if they're boomers. Boomer Sooners. All right. Uh, I didn't like saying that. But, um, yeah, so do that. Follow us. Tell your friends to follow us. If you want a free Amazon uh, Alexa Echo Dot. Shut up, Alexa. I'm not talking to you. Um, And then you can also... That's not not his dot. That's his girlfriend. (laughs) I don't... I know one Alexa, and she's not my girlfriend. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm a single. Hey, ladies, I'm single and ready wow, to mingle. I'm, t- I'm telling Trey that you said that. Oh. You don't count her as your girlfriend. <laughs> we talked twice. So, I mean, yeah, it's further than it's I've gotten in a while. It's <laughs> further than I've gotten in a while. Um, uh, ladies, uh, speaking of, ladies, I'm single and ready to mingle. Don't just end the episode, please. It's two hours long. <laughs> Sorry, you know I get sidetracked very easily. Follow me on Twitter at Tilly Sanders. Follow Brandon on Twitter at Deminus underscore Brandon. Follow the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. Um, and yeah, that's it. Leave us, leave us a review. Talk to us on Twitter. Do all that jazz. We're on there constantly, except for me because I have two funnels tomorrow. All right, bye. <laughs>